Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, April 15th, 2023. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you, as always, by amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great completely legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has some great tools and perks for the better and is legal. For residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many around the world. Check it out at amwager.com. While you're there, if you want the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, click on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog completely free. We're going to start the Saturday, April 15th Key Races and Bets with the Heavenly Cause Stakes Race 7 at Laurel, one of many good betting races at Laurel with a post of 331. Jump into the fire, opens a double-digit odd, ships from Kentucky with a trio of superb half-mile workouts for a sharp trainer in Ben Colebrook, who has a lot of opportunities for the horse to run locally in Kentucky, so he must figure this mare is ready to compete at the level, and I agree. Jump into the fire, has won five or last seven, finished second in the other two, should run big, perhaps overlooked in the wagering, because she's been running in starter allowance races since last February. Hybrid Eclipse won the identical Caesars Wish Stakes in July handily by almost four lengths and enters the race in top form, cutting back from two turns of this one-turn mile trip off a win in the Nellie Morse Stakes in February when last seen. Hybrid Eclipse has a strong record. Laurel of five wins in seven starts should be right there at the finish. Beth Dream rounds out a trio of contenders for all the marbles. She has a perfect 3-for-3 three three record at this one-turn mile trip, the first of the trio coming at Gulfstream wire-to-wire fashion, the most recent also Gulfstream, but she showed the ability to relax in that one about two lengths off the early pace for a half mile. So with a good outside post and other early speed in the field, if Bathstream can't make the lead, which is likely because hashtag lucky looks like faster early horse, then it doesn't compromise Bathstream chances to run big again. For bets, I'm looking to bet the best overlay. From the minimum odds of 2 to 1 here. So whichever this trio, Jump Into the Fire, Hybrid Eclipse, and Beth Dream are the highest odds, 2 to 1 or more, near post time, that's my bet. That's probably going to be Jump Into the Fire. However, in the event 2 of the 3 or 4 to 1 or more, I would bet them both. For the exact, I want a box, Jump Into the Fire, Hybrid Eclipse, and Beth Dream. They're going to play some doubles. Double number 1 in race 7, Jump Into the Fire, Hybrid Eclipse, and Beth Dream. In race 8, Eastern Bay, Witty, and Banquet. Then... Jump into the fire, hybrid eclipse and Beth Dream in race seven and bank it in race eight. And one more, which is jump into the fire in race seven, Eastern Bay Witty and bank it in race eight. So we're using bank it on two tickets, singling him on one, and we're using jump into the fire on two tickets, singling her at high odds. Moving on to race eight, this is the Frank Y. Whiteley Stakes, 4.02 p.m. Eastern post time on Saturday, April 15th. Bankett chips in from New York for Steve S. Mewson, and he's one tough racehorse with 20 first and second finishes in 38 career races and 1.25 million banked. He has more run-up finishes, 12 than wins, but shows up every time. And the one previous time he shipped the Laurel, he won back in February 2021 in the John Campbell Stakes, and that was the last time jockey Sheldon Russell rode. Sheldon gets back on today, and the effort the seven-year-old put forth when last seen on. February 20th in the Haynesfield Stakes in New York at 7 furlongs would go a long way to adding to his career record and bankroll. 
Witty has done little wrong in one-turn races like this one in his career with five wins and two run-up efforts to make races. If you ignore his great stakes tries, his record is nearly perfect as he's two for two at seven furlongs. He comes into the race off a career-best win with a 107 Echo Base speed figure tied for the best last race in the field with Factor and in. But Witty was offered nearly six before that, so he should improve and run second off the layoff even better. Eastern Bay should not be disadvantaged by the rail considering he comes from off the pace. So Humphrey can drop him back to mid-pack early. Then he can swing around horses late, which is similar to what he did when winning the tougher grade three General George in February at the distance over the track at Laurel with the same jock. Winner of 19 races and 55 tries with a million dollars in earnings. This tough old competitor appears ready for another A race. In the Frank Whiteley, the win bet strategy is going to be similar to that in the Heavenly Clause. I'm looking at 2-1 to one minimum odds on Banquet, Witty, and Eastern Bay. I'll bet the highest one. If two of the three are 4-1 to one more, I'll bet two of them. And I'll play an exact box of Banquet, Witty, and Eastern Bay. And hopefully we'll cash some doubles as well. Skipping one race up to race 10 at Laurel on Saturday, April 15th. This is the Federico Tessio Stakes, which is basically known as a prep for the Preakness. Post time, 5.05 for race 10 at Laurel on the 15th. Summer Cause ships up from Gulfstream Park for Christophe Clamont appears to be the right horse at the right time because after running okay in his first three starts, all in the money finishes, when stretched out to this nine furlong trip last out, he ran the best race of his career, winning with a nice rally, even though he was five paths wide on the far turn. Summer Cause got new blinkers for that race, and so we can expect the same or better in this situation. 90% Maddie was highly regarded enough off his runner-up effort in the Parks Juvenile in January to be sent to New York and compete in the graded wither stakes, but disappointed badly and eased. I'm not sure it was the nine furlongs, as he has the breeding to run this far, which sort of proved last month at a mile and 70 yards when winning by 10 lengths. Paco Lopez was up then, gets stays with the horse, and for his Parks Juvenile effort, and so maybe the key to a repeat of the Colts' most recent race with field high Echo Base 93 last race figure, favorably compared to Summer Causes 91 figure. Two others warrant consideration for exactness and trifecta at the very least. One is Coffee with Chris, the first of the two. He was wide throughout after drawing the eight post on March 18th in the private term stakes at Laurel, finished second with an 89 figure, gets the rail today. The other is Prince of Jericho, who was second to Coffee with Chris when that one won the one turn mile Miracle Wood Stakes in February. Prince of Jericho past the private terms, and this will be his first two-turn race. In the Federico Tessio, race 10 Laurel, April 15th, post 505. I'm looking win bets on either or both. Summer cause and 90% Maddie at 2-1 to one or more. If we bet both horses in races like this, it's time to remember when betting two horses at greater than minimum odds, it presents a good opportunity to use the free dutching tool at Amwager.com, one of many perks at Amwager. With the dutching tool, you can set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win, and all the math is done for you to give you an edge. And this is just one of many good tools and perks for bettors at Amwager.com. I want to play a couple of exactness here. The first is Summer Cause and 90% Maddie over Summer Cause and 90% Maddie Coffee with Chris and Prince of Jericho. The second is going to be the opposite. Coffee with Chris, 90% Maddie, Summer Cause, and Prince of Jericho over Summer Cause, 90% Maddie. If Summer Cause and 90% Maddie finish first and second, we win twice. I also want to play a trifecta with Summer Cause, 90% Maddie in the top position. Coffee with Chris, 90% Maddie, Summer Cause, and Prince of Jericho in second and third. Pretty cheap trifecta. We can play it for a buck. It's not bad at all. 
I hope you enjoyed this week's Key Races and Bets podcast. Don't forget, you can get the Key Races and Bets blog, which is the same picks in writing, for free at Amwager.com. Click on How to Bet and All the Stars blog. While you're there, if you're not a member, look around, sign up. You'll be glad you did. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.